Welcome or welcome back to the So Much Life in Me podcast. This is season two, episode four. I'm here today with my friend, Miss Zaya Hill, and she is a lovely October Scorpio, <laughs> like SZA in that way, and she's super cool. And today we're going to be discussing um, thick women in health who Ooh. have started their own health journeys Ooh. and what that's been like, and we'll talk all about our experiences and stuff like that. But first, I want to take the mic and give it to Miss Zaya so she can introduce herself and tell you a little bit about herself and her background and stuff like that. Thank you, Hannah. I'm so happy to be here. Hello, everyone. My name is Zaya, and I've been a friend for, like with of Hannah's for, I want to say, how many years? I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I met you when I was 14, but then we yes. were, like, acquaintances around that time-ish, and then you right. graduated two years before me, I so we'll just did. say, like, five, six-ish years or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, she is amazing. I freaking love her. She's such an inspiration, like, literally such an inspiration. Like, she is bomb AF. But yes, so yeah, my name is Zaya. I am 24 years old. I am a Scorpio. But not your average Scorpio. I feel like I'm a little bit nicer (laughs) than the most. But yeah, I have a passion for, um, well now for like wellness, like health, mental health. I find it extremely important. Um, Taking care of yourself is extremely important. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for sharing that. So we'll just get right into it. So um we both have like I said we both have our own journeys with health and wellness and stuff like that and um so for me mine started like around the time I was like 15 16 so it's been a while um and since then it's sort of like ebbed and flowed and I've sort of introduced like new philosophies and stuff like that into Mm -hmm. my dietary habits to just overall wellness Mm -hmm. to exercise to all those things Mm -hmm. And I'm just sort of curious if you wanted to share your experience as well, because I know yours is like more recent and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I I want to know how you identify in terms of like dietary habits and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because I know that there's like all these buzzwords about yes. paleo, vegan, yes. flexitarian, all yes. these things. And I feel like, you know, does it really matter as yes. much as exactly. you are just treating your body well? You right. Know? So well, technically, I go on. Um, So, like, it was stages for me. I started off with cutting out chicken. I mean, meat in general. Because my family always... My father was really, like, against pork. My mom barely cooked red meat and beef, probably, like, with pasta. But it was very rare. She she kept it lean turkey, ground turkey, chicken. So that's pretty much... And she always incorporated vegetables into our meals all the time. It was always just like, okay, we need to have a balanced diet. And then she got into nursing and then she saw all of her patients and it was just like a big wake-up call for her. So she incorporated more vegetables into our diet. So then it started, honestly, this whole journey for me started watching videos and seeing like the cruelty in some things. And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's crazy because you like, you know, it's not good, but you just, it's not in front of you. So you don't think about it. You don't think about it. And that's the thing. We live in this, in this world where it's like, we just live in this bubble in a sense. And it's like, if we don't see it every day or right in front of us, then we get kind of like, not delusional in a sense, but we kind of just like decide to ignore it. And that's one of those things where it was a wake up call for me. I saw it. So I went to um 
look up more information about it. And this is all like on Instagram or on Facebook. Right. And so I started going crazy following all these pages. And it was one of those things where I was just like, okay, I'm going to make this change. You know, because growing up, I've always been a bigger woman. And it started a lot. My mom would say it started when my mother and father divorced because it took a toll on me and the stress and I was overeating. And it's when I was like 12, you know, and that's a whole nother story because, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being, being a bigger kid when you're younger is rough because you're getting made fun of. You have your parents worried about you, but they're not exactly saying the right things. And it's kind of like a long battle. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I stopped eating meat officially because I went to, like, to, from to, like, just chicken, like I want to say three years ago. And then I became a vegetarian and so that means I was still including dairy and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until I want to say recently after my health scare that I went completely vegan. And then I went alkaline vegan, which is a whole nother yeah. <laughs> a whole nother spectrum girl. And it's 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 basically just a stricter diet of vegan. Like vegan, you can have certain foods like a soy and all this extra, extra stuff. But with alkaline vegan, it's 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 mostly like fruits and vegetables that are less acidic, right? Than regular. So basically, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm just gonna break down like and streamline the whole alkaline thing. So it's this philosophy that foods that you eat and things that you consume are either alkaline or they're acid. Mm-hmm. And basically, anything that you eat, even if it's something like an acidic fruit, it leaves mm-hmm. an alkaline residue in your body. Versus other things that are inflammatory, they leave an acid residue in your body. Mm-hmm. And then from there are inflammation and like autoimmune responses that trigger like disease and all these other health problems. Mm-hmm. So just in case you're wondering what she's talking about, that's mm-hmm. what she's talking about. Right. So. And then, so I don't know if you guys know, but then I recently heard of Dr. Sabi, And his philosophy is a little bit more strict because he what his fruits and the grains that he incorporates into the diet is things that were naturally here on the earth. So it's things that aren't genetically modified, because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but a lot of fruits and vegetables that we consume, Mm. it's not technically that they're bad for us, but it's more of the fact that it wasn't naturally here on earth. Like that's not the original fruit or plant. So his philosophy is just another step forward. And that's, and incorporating fruits and vegetables in your diet that are native to where you're from because because his you know obviously he was african so everything that had like a native and um to africa and the african lands is what he recommends solely for african americans and black people because that's where we came from you know we were taken from our country and brought over here Mm -hmm. so it's more of like we were stripped of our 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 fruits and the vegetables that we ate but this but he says keep you know eat fruits native to where you are from because that is what your body you know what i mean comes from and how it's structured Mm -hmm. so it's like you know obviously if you're mexican eat fruits fruits and vegetables and grains that are native to Mexico. And that's the way you decrease your chances of diseases, Mm -hmm. cancers, all this craziness that like it's becoming literally 
like an epidemic. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. And also too, like I think that what you're saying makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. even if you just think of it objectively, it's like so our bodies can normalize anything. Right. And it's optimized for you to survive in your environment. Exactly. So wherever your origin is, it makes sense that whatever is growing there is for you. Yes. So your body will do best with those sort of nutrients and those sources of macros and whatever else. Exactly. Um, so it just like makes sense. And not saying, like she said, not saying that things that are traditionally healthy foods from other sources are not good. It's just they're not as bioavailable as those that are local to, again, your origin. So, exactly. you know, it's... It's it, there's layers to it for sure, mm-hmm. um, and also when it comes to the whole um, GMO genetically modified mm-hmm. organisms, um, that's a whole other thing too. And listen, I'm not trying to spread any information. I just encourage everybody to research for themselves. But I think it's interesting because we really don't know the long term effects of these things. Yes. So again, yes. like you can eat things that are genetically modified right. and still objectively think that they're good for you. Right. And that's true. There's things that are available in there that your body will source and pull from. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like we're using science, which I'm mm-hmm. pro science, just like, you know, pro medicine, everything like that. But I also think that there's a lot of merit to these n- natural sources of medicine like food was medicine before there was medicine and I'd really like to emphasize that but anyways what I'm saying is that I just think we don't have an informed opinion about the concept of GMOs because while they're not new new um, the technology that we're using is relatively new and we don't have longitudinal studies to say if they're detrimental to people and if they are to what groups of people are mm-hmm. sensitive or, you know, <clears throat> what have you. Like, there's already so many epidemics of so many different things going on. And there's so many things to be health conscious of. And for me, at least, when it came to my health journey, I felt like I kept having to go deeper and deeper. And the more oh I knew, gosh, yes. the more I knew, this... the more I had to cut out oh or the more gosh. I had to change. Yes. And it's like, it's a so, it's crazy. <clears throat> it's like being socially conscious. Like, when Listen. you're health conscious, oh when you're any type of conscious, you sort of feed into it. Once you dip your toe in, your whole foot's in, then your whole leg's in, and then you're over your head because you make so many changes so fast. It's crazy. And that's when you see people not retaining the original things and they revert back to their original diet. And that's why they say ignorance is bliss too. Exactly, because if you separate yourself so far from what you're eating and the sources and all these other things that could potentially happen... um, you think it can't happen to you mm-hmm. and you think you're fine yes. and most of the time people are right. they are but the truth of the matter is is that our brains are hardwired to believe it can't happen to us mm-hmm. and then it does mm-hmm. and then we freak out because we're like there's something we could have done or there's no way I could have brought this on myself Literally and it's not, to, it's not to it's not to punish people or say you deserve these poor health circumstances so or whatever but yeah it is um, definitely a call for action mm-hmm. and definitely an opportunity for people to educate themselves. Yes. And so I wanted to ask you, did you ever feel intimidated, like sort of seeking information about nutrition? Um, oh I know, God, yes. I know you said you sourced a lot of stuff like most recently, especially from like Instagram and stuff, which yes. actually I think is a good resource because you see so many different type of people and mm-hmm. activists and stuff and mm-hmm. it's an approachable mm-hmm. form of media where you can learn about this stuff. Right. But like for me personally, like I studied nutrition in college and that's, like that and psychology are community health are my majors like that's what I do and I 
always felt confident in the classroom, but I, I felt a sort of resistance in those classes because a lot of people um, were either athletes or they were like on the pre-med track and they have a very Certain narrow look. range of what they think <laughs> healthy should be. Yes, and little yes. did they know I could lap them in knowledge about nutrition and I can school them <clears throat> on how their diet journal sucked, but that's <clears throat> not really what it's about. Exactly. And I always felt like... It's not my job to change your opinion about what you think health is, but I can tell you that, like, you can coexist in a space and be not traditionally the look of someone who's healthy, but Mm -hmm. you can still be healthy. Exactly. Which is shocking to people every time. Yes. Even to professionals at the top of their field. Like, it's still mind-blowing to them that you can look the way that you do Mm -hmm. and challenge their opinion Mm -hmm. of what health is. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, they make this transition... And either they were slimmer from the beginning and they've just, you know, enhanced that or mm-hmm. or they had a dramatic shift, right? And if they change to look a certain way and usually it's people becoming slimmer mm-hmm. um, and more toned and everything like that, mm-hmm. then they think because that's what happened to them or that's what happened to the people that they counsel or that's what happened to the people in the community, that that's what happens for everybody. But I'm here to tell you, no, mm-hmm. that's not always true because people are different. Their bodies are different. Their yes. biochemistry is different. Yes. Their gut biome is different. Their predisposition for disease is different. Mm-hmm. Everything is different. So I don't understand how you can expect the same result from every single person, even if everybody's abiding by the same like health regimen. Right. And that's my thing. We have everyone doesn't have like the same body type. We all have different bodies. So just because someone looks bigger doesn't mean that they're necessarily unhealthy vice versa like just because someone is skinny and they look fit doesn't mean that they're taking the right steps to their health doesn't mean they're working out doesn't mean they're eating well it's just their biochemistry is different you know what i mean they they digest things differently they're um what is it called when you're like digest their metabolism yes. yes okay so their their metabolism isn't the same so it's like and don't forget that as we get older and as we grow older our body changes so it's like just because someone is skinny doesn't mean that they're technically healthy and eating the right things right you know what i'm saying like all this extra like processed food and stuff like that so it was always like that especially like in regards to me and my sister my sister ate a lot worse than like what i ate but she's always been on the skinnier side you know what Mm -hmm. i mean but like it wasn't technically healthy you know what i mean and i'm taking the steps now to be to like literally be more conscious of what i'm eating but you know what i think is exactly what you're saying it's if there's no physical manifestation of something being quote wrong then there's no call to action because if people are like okay so i still look the appearance of a traditionally healthy person so why would i change yes i'm all set until something happens then i will make change yes but if nothing appears to be wrong on the outside then nothing could possibly be wrong on the inside and therefore i'm gonna stay in this lane that i'm in yes it doesn't matter if i can improve like chronic pain if i can boost my immunity it doesn't matter because i i look fine so i must be fine exactly and a lot of time it's not that way exactly and especially as somebody who's been thicker for most of my life Mm -hmm. um like it just is a thing where people inadvertently with like little 
comments or their body yes. language. They just make you aware of it. And it's yes. like, hi, I know what I look like. I don't need you to remind me. And I'm not as insecure as you want me to be. Right. But like also like yes. if you oh if you think like I'm not aware of like what's good for me and like how I feel and you think I'm not in tune with my body, literally I have like seven tracking apps that track all different metabolic functions. And also by the way, when people refer to metabolism I really hope they're referring to other bodily functions as well, mm-hmm. not just like the rate of burning fat, because mm-hmm. it has to do with your breathing, yes. like your again your immunity, like like all these different things. It's not just how you burn fat, so keep that in mind. But <laughs> right. I'm not saying this to be like petty, but I'm just saying like actually teach yourself. And I know it's intimidating, especially as somebody who does not appear to be the vision of health, like when you envision whatever that is um i encourage people to look at real stuff if you are a student at college or university you have access to journal databases for Mm -hmm. medicine for overall health for um like cdc documents like you have all these these resources at your hands and you can read them like i encourage people to read them whatever your interest is if it's weight loss which that's fine it's okay to admit that that's your goal it's okay you don't have to hate yourself to get there though right exactly and and that's that's key too i just i'm gonna veer off and sidetrack i like to talk about that for a minute because Mm -hmm. i think i see a lot of people even you know some of the people that i'm close to and they admit you know that they would like to lose weight and that's fine that's fine that's their personal goal exactly it doesn't matter what i think because it's not my body and you need to be comfortable and achieve your goals as you see fit. Right. But if you do it out of hate because you're disgusted with yourself or because you are dissatisfied or you do it from a place of negativity, you're never going to achieve those goals because exactly. you're suppressing yourself. Mm-hmm. You're telling yourself that you are not valid um, in the current shape and form that you're in and therefore how do you expect to achieve really anything. But if you uplift yourself and say, I'm doing this because I deserve it. I deserve to achieve my goals and I'm worthy of all that I set out to do and I'm confident enough that I can push myself in my my health regards to eating, exercise, to just having better mental health. Mm -hmm. Like, I can push myself to do better because I deserve better. Instead of being like, I can't live another second looking the way that I do or feeling the way that I do that's really not how you make long-term change because again you're just you're defeating yourself Mm -hmm. and then you have no energy left to do any of it exactly and when you're coming from like a negative mindset it's it's like you want to lose weight I feel like for the wrong reasons you know what I mean because if it's not coming from that's okay that's another thing love is so important self-love is like it should be the first step because if step because if you don't love yourself then how do you want to take care of yourself how do you want to build healthy relationships build a healthy relationship with yourself how do you want to achieve your goals you know what i mean that that all comes from a place of self-love and and it's hard because again as cliche as it sounds we come from a society where obviously the thinner or more shapely woman is more attractive and a lot of people I feel like they want to lose weight because they want to look a certain way not because they want to be healthy and that's a problem because that means you will literally take any route to take off this excess fat that might not necessarily be healthy and right for your body which can cause actually more weight gain and like literally flip the results that you're trying to see and then you become more stressed out and that's another thing too stress 
we are not aware of how our mental can literally affect our body and literally kill us. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it's called, but there is these transmitters in our brain when we're stressed out and when we're angry that literally breaks down our immune system. Mm-hmm. And when I read about that, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like literally, so it's like, <clears throat> it's important also to like meditate and to, to find something that helps you feel calm in, in you know, the times of stress. Because we do live in a world where we are going to be stressed out. But it's how we handle it and how we deal with it is very important too. Because that can also cause crazy weight gain. And that's something I feel like we should be more aware of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like she was saying, when you're in a stress state, whether it's like prolonged mm-hmm. or it's like very concentrated in a mm-hmm. certain episode your body does trigger an autoimmune response. Mm-hmm. There's a particular hormone that your body secretes um, called cortisol. And when your body secretes it, it suppresses your white blood cell production and all these other things. And that's why when people are sick, especially during like finals week or like in great times of financial stress, people get sick. Yes. It's not a coincidence. It's yes. because your immune system's being suppressed. You cannot execute proper immune function if you're in states of prolonged stress it just can't happen they're mutually exclusive so that's why people will do things to sort of have a holistic approach to heal the mind and the body Mm -hmm. because they're not separate entities the way that we think of them um it's sort of one being Mm -hmm. and not only that but there's certain parts of your brain that control certain parts of your body yeah and people like (laughs) think that there's a total disconnect like Mm -hmm. your brain is literally attached to you your mm-hmm. whole body so yeah. I don't know where this sort of like disconnect between mental health and then physical health started but um it really does matter mm-hmm. that you can minimize stress just in general because there are inflammatory effects of that and yeah. there are countless studies not even new ones like this has been known that it's not good for you and I don't, I, I don't know. It just blows my mind like every day to see the effects that stress has on people. And this is coming from a stressed person <laughs> who deals with stress not the best, but I'm working on it. And that's all that you can do, really. Um, and just sort of like pick your battles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the truth is you don't have the energy all day to stress about mm-hmm. every single little thing mm-hmm. that can go wrong or things that are unexpected or things that you can have accounted for. Mm-hmm. And this is for all my control freaks out there. You <laughs> don't have it in you. You literally don't have the bank of energy to deal with everything and have this emotional reactive response to it you just don't have it in you i hate to tell you baby but that's the truth Mm -hmm. okay so if you have six spoons in a day you need to ration out those spoons and figure out how you're going to react because there's so much energy that you have and once you run out you run out and then what's left so it's just managing that There's certain things that you're just going to react to, whether it's, like, a fight with your significant other Mm -hmm. or, like, difficulties within your family unit Mm -hmm. or something related to your housing situation. And, like, everyone has their peace. Mm -hmm. So all those little things, you just need to, like, have a sense of relativity and just be like, okay, so this is just going to happen. Things come up and it may be annoying or frustrating or sometimes even infuriating, but you don't need to deal with this right now it's okay it's fine yeah life goes on and just like let it roll off your back and keep it moving because the world's not gonna stop just Mm -hmm. because you're having a moment exactly and that's another like another 
it's like with self-love that's it ties into that too because it's like you gotta tell yourself okay i love myself too much to be in this situation or to be stressed out about this situation because i know that this stress is going to cause my body literally to kind of deteriorate and i am worth more than that and i deserve more than that and i deserve to take care of myself and to love myself and it's like i could like it's stressful because even like when i was working at target i let the managers run all over me because I'm a hard worker. Like when it comes to my job, I do not play. Right. I get in there, I do everything that I have to do. So you know when other coworkers are slacking and you have to pick up their slack, it adds more stress to the body. So literally like I would have to like I wasn't taking care of myself. I was letting myself become overwhelmed and stressed out because I didn't have this knowledge of mental how like important mental health is to like your physical body Mm -hmm. it's crazy it's crazy yeah i think that's like really interesting too because like i said even myself that i feel that disconnect sometimes i have to remind myself like Mm -hmm. there's certain things that come about from being stressed that you may not think about health wise that impact you um and like also too like for people who have like anxiety and stuff a lot of people don't aren't willing to believe that there's physical pains that go along with that too Mm. like obviously it's a mental thing but it is affecting parts of your brain you're exciting parts of your brain that aren't meant to be excited at that time yes and you're preparing your body for action in a dangerous situation but there's no dangerous situation and that's so on top of all of the mental things, think of people having panic attacks. Mm-hmm. They can't breathe. Their oxygen is compromised. Oxygen is needed for brain functioning, stomach functioning, eye functioning, all of your sensory your functioning, blood. your motor functioning, <laughs> yeah. your circulation, like right. literally everything on top of just needing to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not doing that properly. And then on top of that, you may feel tired, fatigued, you may be like low energy, you may have no appetite, you may be, you know, still feeling the residual stress, but you may also have muscle cramps, you may also have tension, you may also have migraines, you may also have sensitivity to light, you may also have like digestive issues, you may also have like all these other things that go into that. And it's not just a simple solution Mm -hmm. for a simple problem because Mm -hmm. nothing is localized, everything has another part of your body that it affects nothing is just like okay this is just this one department and it only you know they don't interact with anybody else it's just this one part of your body and they just communicate within itself and it does its own thing no that's not how it works at all (laughs) literally like if you if you like poke certain parts of the brain it will affect other parts of your body it's wild like the body is so crazy we don't really know anything about it that's the truth we really don't Mm -hmm. but listen zay and i are two passionate people about this so we can talk about this literally all day long so <laughs> no literally it's 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 like it's funny because it's like literally true vibes but um <laughs> but um so back to like our personal experiences um so i've mentioned before like when i first started getting into health like i ate relatively healthy like we always cooked in the home and i'm always try to give us balanced food and stuff like i love that. your mama's food she listen she can cook she can put down like she, no, she listen she got it but love her carrots <laughs> zay's been talking about this carrots for like years like my mom made carrots once and she's like omg tells her whole family like these are amazing these are it. and what else did she make it was carrots and what Sweet else potatoes oh and a, my god 
I can't wait to have them again. She has to make them again. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we always try to eat pretty balanced and stuff. And we always cook. Like, we would never really get takeout. Um, Which is good. And stuff like that. Fast foods the devil. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, just try to be healthy without, like, being like, okay, we're a healthy household. Like, if that makes right. sense. Right. Just, like, it just seemed like a normal-ish thing right. to be balanced in that way. But... Mm-hmm. Once I was in high school, I had these two group of friends, and one of them is still my best friend to this day, mm. and we would have these, like, health challenges, and it wasn't, like, for weight loss or anything, That's but it was so just, too, it's, we, so like, cute. it was, we were so weird, and, like, we still do this to this day. Like, I love not, that. Not health challenges, but just, like, weird stuff like this. Like, we'll be like, oh, my God, we heard about this, and, like, we do it. Like, I don't know. It's so weird, but anyways, and we had this health challenge for, like, three weeks, and we wanted to see, like if we could get our endurance up and like if we could see changes on our skin because at the time we were like so annoyed with you know acne and all that type of stuff um and we were trying to see (laughs) yeah (laughs) but we were trying to see like what like if we can really see these changes and stuff like that because one of my friends was really into fitness and I was more into nutrition and so together we like got into some things and we would like make our own healthy meals like we were just like weird like that was was, listen that's so cute um be my friend i'll i'll review your resume with you we do boring stuff like that but anyways and so so we we had this challenge and after three weeks like i just noticed a change in my body my friend like she she noticed um a smaller like let a more subtle change but still i was like my mind was blown i'm like oh my god like i can manipulate things in such a way like that's crazy Mm -hmm. like not that I didn't think I had control and it's Mm -hmm. not really a control thing it's just like the transformation to me is so interesting Mm -hmm. and so from there um I started to do more research and it wasn't like you know super um it wasn't super like high class like education like I I wasn't like researching like all the best sources but Mm -hmm. I was just trying to get an understanding information yeah and I was just trying to like educate myself with what I could and like how I knew how to and so I dabbled in like just cutting out certain things Mm -hmm. and I think when you're starting out it's easy to just cut things that Mm -hmm. are familiar instead of like adopting these new habits Mm because it's easier to get out what's bad and sort of replenish them and substitute them for good stuff right subtract and add yeah so Mm -hmm. at the time i was still eating meat and stuff like that um but i limited like anything processed if i could Mm -hmm. um i cooked virtually everything which wasn't really an issue because i didn't really eat but like you know um during school like cutting out snacks and stuff and like making real foods Mm um and um not eating like sugar really i would i would sweeten my tea but that was it that's all like the type of sugar that i would eat um and i um continued to like take exercise serious and stuff and there was like a dramatic shift like Mm -hmm. i noticed changes and stuff like that and i felt good Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i also felt like people's attitude towards me was different Ooh. Which I felt was weird. Because I was like, I feel good in myself and that's cool. But like, I don't mm. think how I look needs to impact you right. and how you treat me. And it wasn't Ooh. like people were bitter. It was people were actually nicer. And I thought that was weird. I'm like, so now that I'm more, well, more attractive to you. Yeah, that you now, to me. yeah. Yes. So now I seem like somebody that you're more interested in, you know, 
engaging in conversation with. I seem right. like a more valuable student or whatever. And I always thought that that was weird. And what I thought was even weirder was that adults, grown adults, needed to um, give me their input. And I didn't need it. Like, I, like not even family members. Well, there were, but, like, like teachers. Like, I was like, that's, in my mind, like, that's not any of your business. Right. Like, because it was, you know, like... There's disordered eating, which is a thing, and everybody, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm just going to say that's not what was going on, but at one point that was, but, like, that's not what was going on at this time, and people felt, like, an uncontrollable urge to let me know their opinion about what I was doing, even though I wasn't consulting with anyone about it, being like, what's your opinion? Like, they just... Felt the need to tell you. And I was like... Okay, Uh -uh. I care zero (laughs) percent. I'm gonna keep staying in the lane that I'm in, Mm -hmm. and if I feel as though I'm happy with not just the results, because you don't, I wasn't really trying to do it for the results, right? But like again, like that reinforcing behavior, you feeling better and Mm -hmm. whatever, like it's not bad, right? So whatever, and then when I went to college, I saw the videos. And the the infamous videos, like, you know, like, I'll, I can't, of course, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, like, what video, what movie, like, about just the food industry and, oh, like, health like and nutrition. like, what the health kind yeah, of Yeah, like, those type of things. Okay. And Ooh. this was when I was in, like, my first nutrition class ever, and I was 18, and my teacher was super cool, and she was, like, really holistic, and she, she herself, even though she was cool, she encouraged people to, um, you know, come up with their own opinions about nutrition and what's best for them. She wasn't judgmental, but she was an extremist. Like, she was an extremist. She would literally only eat raw foods. Mm, she, she's but, a raw vegan. Yeah, but, mm. but like, she was like, no, I don't even identify with vegan because there's still things about veganism that I don't agree. Like, right. I literally couldn't tell you what she ate, but she drank this brown liquid and she told me it was vitamins and I was just confused. Anyways, <laughs> like, I just, I don't, I don't know what she was on. Like, I'm like, so what is it that you eat? She's like, I don't cook with water. I don't cook with oil. I'm like, okay, so what do you do? Like, I'm very perplexed. She's like, cook with water or oil? I, I literally, I don't know. She was such a cool person, but I'm constantly confused about what it is that you do and don't eat so homie do you have a farm because i'm confused (laughs) right but anyways it's long island i don't think so (laughs) but but like she she um showed us these videos and she was like so i just want your thoughts like she would show us some real controversial stuff and then be like what do you think and i'd be like um i want to die because that's crazy that i ever let that enter my my stomach like that's crazy right and i listen I know a lot of people do it because of the cruelty to animals thing. And not that I don't care, because I do, but that wasn't the main motivation for... That wasn't, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't my... It was just kind of like a plus. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, well, I'm also reducing my carbon footprint, I'm also... By the way, besides not having children, which I want kids, so I'm not advocating for people not having kids, do whatever you want, excuse me. But the second best thing besides not having children and not reproducing to reduce your carbon footprint is not eating meat so just throwing that out there just right. throwing that out there right just letting you guys know okay. but anyways um no, i'm getting like all over the place bro it's okay this is the type of topic where it's literally like boom like yeah. every, there's so much to talk about and it's yeah. like we've been through it and we're experiencing it so like all the thoughts that we had on this journey it's like all coming on at once so yeah yeah so 
I was like, okay, so meat, that's a no. Oh my gosh, meat and then is I, so bad And then I, and so I cut it out, and I literally, like, that day, I text my mom, I'm like, I'm not eating meat anymore. I was still living in New York, but I just was like, I want to let you know that this is, like, not a thing. You, like, I will prepare my own food, like, you don't have to worry about it, but I'm just letting you know, if you see me not throwing down on some chicken, that's why. So she was like, okay, like, she was like, I was a vegetarian in college, and whatever, so it was fine. Um, and then the more towards around, like, sophomore year of college so that time I was like 19 about to be 20 ish during that time I'm not even gonna lie I was a bit of an extremist I, I became too obsessed it gets kind of yeah it, it takes it's a really there. slippery slope yes oh because my God. it was get... again it turned into a control thing yes. and at that point I literally if I didn't see something not that I thought would taste good but something that I thought was okay to put in my body I just wouldn't eat mm-hmm. like Ooh. and and then it wasn't mm-hmm. like I was trying to not eat, but I was just like, I can't. Mm-hmm. If I do that, then I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Oh that God, is yes. not good at all. Yes. And, like, for a while, I wouldn't admit that to myself, but I just became so fixated on what it is that I do and don't eat. And, like, I I remember, like, um, the the meal plan at my school was super expensive, and especially to eat healthier, it was even more expensive. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I was working the whole time I was in school, but, like, I wasn't making, like, bank. And Postal's New York, so it's expensive. So mm-hmm. I would, like, spend most of my money on, like, transportation and then, like, trying to get food that was, like, healthy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, at the time, I had a boyfriend who lived in New York, and I would visit him on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And he was not particularly healthy, but he humored my health at that time. And not, like, humored it. Like, he just... He did certain things to, like, make it easier for me to, like, do my thing. And I remember one time, like, he had, like, spinach and white rice. And that was really all that was in the fridge. And I was like, I don't have money for groceries. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, so I'm just going to eat, like, raw spinach. And it's supposed to last till Sunday. And it was, like, Friday. And I was, like, I was, like, freaking out in my mind. And I was, like, I need to just, like, relax. Like, I and, like, it just, that's the thing, though, is that once you start getting into it, you feel like you need to keep... Going. Being more and more yes. conscious. Because it's like, yes. once you're aware of one thing, you're yes. aware of everything shortly Literally. after. And you can't... And it's like, where do you choose what you do and don't put into your body? What yes. is okay? Yes. We really don't know. We don't. Oh, my gosh. Especially, like... Oh. See, I'm also... Like, okay, so I also follow this, like, alkaline, Dr. Sebi, group meal ideas and more, where everyone's discussing a whole bunch of things, Okay. So I'm constantly getting flooded with this information. And it's like, you it's hard to be like, okay, I need to pump the brakes. This is too much information at once. Because it's like a whole change. You know what I'm saying? Cause, and, and it's like, you're like mentally conscious of what you're putting inside of your body. So you kind of flip out because you're like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I want to make sure that I'm okay and I'm like disease free. And like, even like, oh my goodness with our utensils so like even with me learning about like the utensils that we use and plastics and then microwaves and i'm just like right it's just it's like a domino effect yes yeah i'm like okay because my mom took a microwave out of her house years ago so we were always using the stove and things like that but it was also like even just learning about certain like cereals and how like sugar can literally it's it's terrible for you but Mm -hmm. sugar isn't as bad as meat is and i found that even more crazy i was like so you're telling me that you know what i mean like even though sugar it's not good for you especially white processed white flour all that stuff is terrible but you're telling me that eating meat is worse than you know what i mean like like 
taking in a lot of sugars you know what i mean it's like white sugar refined foods and stuff like that i'm like what like literally yeah. it's just it's crazy it, even like our digestive tract like it can't handle that's why it takes like a whole day to digest red meat when i learned that i was like oh my god like literally like with meat eaters like literally like their body is probably like like, you're overworking yes and it doesn't have time to work on things you know what i mean that it needs to be worked and also too like i don't know if you get this question but i used to get it all the time i think people like sort of backed off but um do you get enough protein oh where do you get your protein oh my god and the thing is i just i just want people to know oh my god that like the average person needs give or take 30 grams of protein a day. If you're eating a balanced diet, meat or no meat, you're getting that. There's protein in greens. There's protein in Chickpeas. nuts. There's proteins in legumes. There's yes. proteins in yes. vegetables. There's yes. protein in a lot of different sources. Right. And I'm so sorry, but you need to stop being worried about me and address your health concerns. It, exactly. And, and also too, it's like your body does not need that. It so doesn't. when you give it excess protein or excess anything, it doesn't know what to do with it. Yes. And it doesn't we don't really need protein. And and it's not like it's not like sodium or something like that or like sugar where it can be converted to energy. Right. Excess protein just kind of sits there. Yeah. And it doesn't really do anything. No, it may not be like a sole fat source and be like, you know, embedded into your adipose tissue and hold on to toxins. And no, it may not be converted to glucose to be worked off as your first chain of command and your energy sources, but it still just chills there. Yeah. You don't really need it. No. So, so, so why though? You know what I'm saying? And like the average person, well, it's funny because, oh, oh, snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Like, oh okay. my god. <laughs> but, um, like, it was, I feel like, traditional for there to be, like, one meal a day that had meat in it, right? Mm-hmm. But now I feel like every meal has meat in it. Yes. Think about breakfast. Breakfast. And then lunch, yeah, you know. Bacon, turkey, bacon. Yeah, turkey and it's like every meal has at least one serving mm-hmm. of meat in it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, animal products at least. Yes. Like. Which is, like, not okay. <laughs> and it's like, the thing is, too, is... I'm never going to tell someone how to eat because that's not my business. Exactly. I'm never going to go into their home and chef for them every day. So right. it's really not my place to say. And I don't judge people about what they eat. Like, I really couldn't care less because no one, well, only the people who are nosy are really checking for me. Unless right. they're, like, actually trying to understand why I do what I do. Exactly. Then I'm willing to tell people. But, like, for the most part, people, like, don't really care. Mm-hmm. They may be confused, but they're just like, okay. And right. then just take it with a grain of salt. But, like, the thing is, is that... People who care about themselves and in, in controlling, or maybe that's a bad word, but modifying what they eat mm-hmm. and, like, having a more regimented diet that's more balanced and, you know, you may adhere to labels like veganism or, you know, flexitarianism or right. pescatarianism or whatever it is, mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, you're going to make those accommodations for you if it's mm-hmm. important to you. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be flexible. So no matter what it is that you identify as in regards to the diet that you abide by or the health principles that you adopt, you'll make those accommodations for yourself because that's important to you. And if you're willing to be flexible, then it won't really bother you either way. So 
it's really up to you the choices you make regarding your health because Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter is is once you really get into studying it and stuff you realize it's not black and white everything Mm -hmm. is gray matter right there's so much information and it's all conflicting Mm -hmm. there's people who really really like full-heartedly believe that if you eat grains you're poisoning your brain and there's other people who think that you need to eat only meats and animal products because they're full of protein and they're nourished with the nutrients that that animal was nourished with and then there's people who believe that sugar 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 so eating like a sweet potato is the same on the glycemic index in theory as eating skittles and there's so many different beliefs it, but it's but it's but people think like that though. People will say calories are calories, and it's interesting because when I studied in school, there were people who were like I said, like extremists, like super health conscious, holistic people, mm. and then there were people who were in the exercise science realm, and they were very like Powerade and stimulants and pre workouts, and I'm like, what are in those substances? What are in those? pre-workouts what are in those protein shakes like guys like, <laughs> like do you know your body can't really digest whey protein so why are you like why i mean i get it i i do but like mm, i wouldn't like and again it's not me judging but it's like they're telling you that like this is their perspective and that's fine that's fine you're studying based on their perspective which it's okay to study different schools of thought and that's cool mm-hmm. but um that's I want to yeah, I don't know. That's I, yeah. I'm skeptical. I have yeah. and the truth of the matter is is that no one in my family was I mean, I didn't know my mom was vegetarian in college until she told me once I told her that I was going to be. But like no one in my family is like vegan or like Same. or any of these <laughs> like, you know, more polarizing type of like dietary lifestyles. Yeah, girl, it's um, hard. It's hard. Like and I also just want to touch on this before I forget about it, but, like, they say that you need meat to get protein. But what we really need in our body is iron. Iron is one of the key things that I feel like we really, like, need. And, like, a lack of iron causes a lot of problems. But what I wanted to say was literally with animals, okay, when we consume animals, what do they eat? You know what I'm saying? The animals that we eat... Think about like what they consume. You say that we need beef for protein. What do cows eat? Grass. You know what I mean? Hay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's how they get their, you know what I mean? Like their sources of what they need, you know what I mean? To mm-hmm. eat. So it's just, that, that's just one thing I want to touch on. Like, okay, yeah. we don't really need to eat the meat. And honestly, there's a lot more protein in like Hannah said, in legumes chickpeas like my main source of protein is chickpeas well it's not that there's well it's not that there's more they're just more bioavailable because your body isn't doing so much work to digest it right yeah there so you go. yeah, yeah. um and also too like like zaya said iron is super important especially oh, yes. for women's health oh yes. um I, like hi when you are menstruating <laughs> if you're someone who menstruates mm-hmm. like that's blood like that is a source of iron like you're losing it yes. when it exits your body like you need to replenish that again Mm -hmm. and a lot of women are anemic and like there's certain like ethnicities that are predisposed for anemia Mm -hmm. like I've been anemic for most of my life my Mm -hmm. mom has been anemic for most of her life my sister's been anemic for most of their life and 
you can work towards that. I actually stopped being anemic once I stopped eating meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I still Crazy. do eat fish, though. I do. I want to clarify that. I still do eat fish, and That's I eat cool. eggs. But like that, you know. But still, like once I made the transition to like no meat, meat in a traditional sense, um, my iron levels got better, and it's just it's interesting. And also, like when you eat so much red meat, which is people's main source of iron, because <sighs> it's you know. Yeah, in theory, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's not. I'm not saying because of the blood and the right. Mm -hmm. Um, Iron toxicity is like really dangerous, and I know a lot of people because of the predisposition to anemia and people just not eating super nourished, like balanced, nutrient dense diets. That a lot of people that's not a concern of theirs. But if you eat too much red meat or anything too iron heavy, or even if you're taking too many supplements. For iron, like, iron toxicity is, is fatal. It's, like, a serious thing. Like, you can straight up die from having too much iron in your blood. Like, let's not forget iron is a metal. So mm-hmm. um, when it's in your body, well, if there's too much, then mm-hmm. you can't function. If there's too little, you can't function. Mm-hmm. So that's just something to be conscious of. Um, and, again, you may be eating a lot of meat saying, like, oh, I'm doing it for the protein. But, like, there's other things in it that you're taking in as well. It's mm-hmm. not just the protein that you're mm-hmm. taking in. And... That's food for thought, girl. Yeah, and if this is another thing, if it's not okay, let's say it's not like naturally farm raised, they are injecting these cows with all of these chemicals, okay? All of these chemicals that we have no idea what they are. But it's like, I think it was like 2,000 something chemicals you can find in like a piece of meat. And it's like, what is that doing in our body? Oh my God, there was this viral tweet that this girl tweeted. I don't know when it was originally published, but. It asks, what do you do? Like, what is your job? And she said, so bluntly. Oh, my God, yes. Wait, you know the tweet? She said, she said. Gross. Guys, she said her job is to bleach the milk so that you can't see the pus and blood in it. That's, yeah. Not to be gross, but that's what she tweeted. Oh, my God, no. And I was like, (laughs) y'all didn't know this. Like, because I did. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Like, (laughs) oh. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god like, she's oh, a clown she did it for likes but yikes. no literally but like, oh my um, god that's like uh-huh. and yeah guess what she does not consume milk that's what she said she does not would you yeah. if that was your job yeah no because um, you're aware of it it's like that's so freaking gross pus and like, blood pus and blood it's like First of all, bleached. it's like people, okay, listen, I know a lot of my homies love Olive Garden, right? Objectively love Olive Garden. Like, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. Soup, salad, and breadsticks, you can't lose. Mm-mm. Well, I you can, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so a lot of people love Olive Garden, but like once you start working there, like the magic's gone Ooh, and girl. you start seeing how things are made girl. and oh my it, you no longer oh eat my it. God. What? So it's like that's how it is for people who get into health. Mm-hmm. You're like enchanted Ooh. by all these things, mm-hmm. and you think what you're doing is healthy. Like mm-hmm. I, like I. Okay, when I was younger, I drank milk all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know why. Like a lot of people like juice. I always drank milk, mm-hmm. and I'm convinced that's why my boobs are so big because it doesn't run in my family. So I can't really like the hormones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't. Ah. I can't prove this. I can't prove this, but it's just a theory <laughs> that I have. Anyways, and um, why was I even saying that? Oh, and I, I always just assumed that it was healthy because, I don't know. They no always stopped traded to be healthy. Yeah. And then I started realizing that, like, dairy is, like, one of 
the worst things for you because yes. there's no real reason for it. Why are we yes. drinking another animal's milk? We won't yes. even drink our own milk. Yes. And oh that's like God. really, that's confusing. Why do mm-hmm. we do that? That's mm-hmm. weird though. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, okay, so I guess I won't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was just so <laughs> surprised. Like I was genuinely surprised. I just didn't know that it was not good for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought it was so good for you, but I just was like, hmm, I don't know. If it's good enough for like baby cows, it's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like I guess that was my thought process. Yeah. We just assumed because that's what we saw on TV. Everyone's like got milk with their little mustaches, like vitamin D, all this, you know, you need it for calcium. It's like, okay. But they don't show you the other side. They're literally like the industry doesn't care like about our health they care about the like about the money mm-hmm. that like that they get from it mm-hmm. and one thing that i kind of we all know mcdonald's there is nothing good for you at mcdonald's <laughs> right and okay so one thing that i found crazy is actually um in new haven the yale new haven oncology center like the cancer center right mm-hmm. across the street from it is the ronald mcdonald house and i the charity house yes yeah and i found that to be so i don't know i found that to be literally like just so kind of like contradictory yes mm. because even too like watching what the health seeing what sponsors these cancer societies and all this it's like literally dairy like you'll play Oh my god, can we talk about how you'll play like on the little yogurt things? How remember the little breast cancer signs? And the documentary literally shows you like how yogurt, obviously dairy and stuff like that, actually like increases your chance for breast cancer. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's like what? that's what I'm saying. There's always a hidden agenda for research. Yeah, like even if it's a school who is a reputable school, say like Harvard or, or Yale is. Um, paying for a study like you need to know that there's motivations Mm -hmm. like there's certain expectations that people want to come from that study Mm -hmm. like say you're studying cancer growth in a certain population um of people who eat certain types of foods you either as the person who's funding the study you want it to come out as either it's good or it's bad mm -hmm. you don't want anything in the middle and you don't want opposing evidence for whatever your goal is exactly so you best believe that when that research comes out, if it's the result you don't want, they're going to say, well, it's inconclusive. We'll need to do further research. Mm-hmm. Or if it's the result, they're going to be like, boom, this is fact. There's no room for error. And the thing is, as somebody who has done like clinical research, you, as somebody who is a researcher, there's a percentage of significance. Mm-hmm. And this figure is a really small number. And it needs to be smaller than or equal to 0.05 which is five percent which means that the significant level or the chance that the results are up to chance or random needs to be less than five percent so for example i know this may be hard to understand so basically this means that the results that you got from the study Mm -hmm. no more than five percent of it can be attributed to like random chance everything needs to be for a reason like like yeah so there's different variables and it needs to come out to like certain things impact this one thing to yield a certain result and only 5% of it can be random. Okay. Everything needs to have a logical sequence as to why something came out to be the way that it was. Okay. So it's basically like a percentage of error. Mm-hmm. If it's greater than that, then the results are not 
like there's no results that's right. not a sound study right you know what i'm saying and this can be for a variety of different reasons there's different factors that come in and interfere with the results there's certain like issues with measurements because it's not as simple as people think it is and like you know what i mean there's all these different variables and a lot of times results are not significant but even if they are one study won't just prove anything like i took a class and my teacher was like don't say proof because one study isn't going to prove anything it's just a chance that something could be bigger could than you think be. it is exactly it's a it supports prior evidence or it doesn't but it doesn't prove anything like nothing is black mm, and white. Right. Because what works One, for me, yeah, right. you could say, "Oh, that works. This is this is the cure for whatever I have." But if you have the same thing and it doesn't work for you, it's automatically false. It, you just need one person for it to not work for. Right. So, um, not to get on my soapbox, but I'm just <laughs> like I'm just like it's nothing is black and white like you think it is. Mm-hmm. And maybe you know, maybe for me and you, like eating dairy is a no, and we're always going to try to reduce the amount that we eat. Right as much as we can because we're aware of certain things uh, yeah but for some people like say people in like the nordic countries that's their native food source exactly. so that's what they do exactly. and they have adapted to, to take in those things mm-hmm. and their sources are much more quality than they are in modern america mm-hmm. so for them america it's not bad <laughs> In the sense that it's bad for us here and now. Right. So. And their lifestyles are different. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have probably less stressed out. I feel like Americans are really stressed out. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like in other countries, yeah, they may be poor. But, like, I feel like they're a lot happier with what they have. And I feel like we are just, like, because I feel like we're just constantly kind of chasing chasing you know what i mean like we constantly want to be great we constantly want to be good we constantly want to be stable we don't want to be looked upon as this we don't want to be judged upon we don't you know what i mean it's a lot it's a lot that we go through and a lot that we are influenced on the tv and the social media it's crazy but i feel like in other countries like I don't know. I just get the, like a more chiller vibe from yeah. <laughs> people. You know what I mean? Like in other countries, and mind you, they still have their problems too. But and you know, it's crazy because a lot of them want to come here, and I experienced that as well. You know, just talking with different people like in different countries. But right. like, I I just see like, it's just like a huge change. It's just it's just yeah. It's just very. I huge. I definitely peep that too. I mean, I'm not an immigrant, but I can definitely like people who I do know who did come to this country. Like, I always wonder like, did it ever live up to the hype? <laughs> did right. it ever? I'm sure that it didn't. Right. And I'm so sorry, baby. Right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, like it's dirty here. People yes. are sad. Yes. People are stressed. Very like, sad. Your degree's expensive. Yeah. Like healthcare is. <laughs> Busting at the seams, like, did you get that call back? Like, I don't know. People are so and very shady. Every shady. I don't know. I feel like I I get a lot of more love in different countries than I do here. It's weird. Like the value of people is greater. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like here everyone's kind of just like we've been conditioned to just care about ourselves and to be you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. But on the grander scale of things, it's like what is our overall? I think. I think there's such an emphasis on the individual that your interactions with other individuals don't really seem to matter. Because it's like, I'm still going to be me and you're still going to be you. And like, for some reason, there's this mentality that like, my interactions with you, if they're positive, it like weakens who I am as a person. And I'm like, 
how do we even get there? Why do we even think like that? That's messed up. Because it's crazy because I'll think to myself, like, say I go somewhere, like, to get some breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I meet, like, a waitress. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's so nice. I will think about that for, like, the whole day. I'll be like, wow, I had such a good interaction with this person. Yes. And you know what I mean? I love women. (laughs) And, oh, my God, I love women, too. Like, I literally have one tattooed. I'm myself so like like literally love ladies Ugh. like i'm such a girl's girl me like things i really uh, can't be bothered but oh my god when women dm me and they're just like i'm so inspired and you're just so beautiful i'm like ah internally screaming exactly and <laughs> i'm really it. like i'm not the type to get giddy on the outside but on the inside i'm like i am screaming, i may look right? stoic and like <laughs> real bitchy on the outside but i promise you i'm like thank you so much yes. you didn't have to do that yes. thank you i appreciate you oh, I <laughs> it's true though yes, but we're like just, oh, we're but when amazing. i meet a nice person i'm like wow i'm surprised it's a, right because in my mind i'm like they don't owe it to me to be kind and give me the time of day which is true that's very true but but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean i should expect people to be mean to me exactly there's a difference between being quick and goal oriented mm-hmm. and like you know boom 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 mm-hmm. and then being rude like mm-hmm. there's a difference mm-hmm. and sometimes people are just rude oh my and God. i don't understand it that's bad for your health i'm convinced it is it has to be being like constantly just frowning hurts <laughs> like, i can't saying. picture zaya ever frowning <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <literally. laughs> and it's like that's why people are always just like you're so happy you're so nice okay I'm not always happy. <laughs> like, I have my moments, you know what I mean? But it's like, I feel like, one, this is just who I am, but I feel like there's just so much negative in the world that I'm like, yes, I'm not sure like this, but me just, be, you know, just smiling at somebody can really make their day. Because mm-hmm. honestly, you don't know what a person is going through. You don't. They could be having the worst day. They could be having the best day. But you know what I mean? Like, simply just smiling at someone or complimenting them i feel i've always felt obligated to like if i see that someone has something really nice on or something really cute i feel obligated to be like oh my god i love this i love this and it's a great conversation starter by the way but i have to tell somebody like i cannot just if that you know obviously if it's like really fast but like i have to compliment all the time because i just find people so fascinating yeah i just find people amazing and we're just all so different and I don't know. I feel like I kind of appreciate that because I kind of grab from like, you know, like what they wear. I'm like, oh, this is cute. I like the way she did this. Or sometimes even men's shirts are like really dope. And I'm just like, ooh. Yeah. You know, like I feel obligated to tell them like, oh my God, I love your shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just simple and, things and it could make their day. Right. Exactly. And as somebody who's pretty shy, like even if I see somebody really confident, like I like that. And I You're shy. am drawn to it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my god. I don't know if I talked for like the first week of high school. Like I Are you was serious? like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's like but if someone starts talking to me, I have no problem talking back to them, but I'm just like I'll take initiative in like every other aspect of my life, but tell me to like have a conversation with a peer. I'm like ah, I can't do it. <laughs> like I can't. I don't know. Like at work, like it's no problem at school it's no problem but if it's like just like a just like a regular social interaction i'm like oh no yeah it's awkward for you reverse reverse (laughs) 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 
it's not even like I'll be awkward. I'll just be really, like, really standoffish. And then people mm-hmm. think that that's rude. Right. And it, I get it, but right. I'm like, I just, I don't know what words won't come out. I, can't, I don't know what's that, like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, am I going to say the wrong thing? Like, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I but, that. Eh, it is what it is. I'm working on it. We're all working on something. Yeah. And I think with health and everything else, that's the best that you can do. It's just Girl. constantly be evolving and trying to do better understanding that when you search information you're going to get information you don't want to hear oh and it's like what do you do about that you either accept the consequences or you do something to change it yes and i think when it comes down to health there's going to be people who don't understand and then there's going to be people who don't want to understand yes they see your decisions to better yourself as like a threat to Mm -hmm. their lifestyle yes oh my god and And some get really offended it has nothing to do with them, right? And if you're offended, then maybe you feel at conflict. And don't disturb my peace because you're at war with yourself. Right, right, like that's, right. I, you know, and it is what it is. And I, yeah, I get conflicted with sharing some information too because the response that I get from some people is kind of like discouraging. And I'm just like, uh-uh, I got to keep this energy away from me. I got to make sure I'm good and I got to make sure that I'm keeping my mental up here. Because if I let their opinions in that I'm going to start to question. But that's good. It's a good thing to question, though. But it's just like, this has been working for me, and this is something I need to stay focused on and do because I know that it has long-term effects that I don't want to deal with. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And do you feel in those interactions that people are judgmental in a sense that they don't want you to be doing better in a way? Or they're... Or they, or they're. It's more about them, and they feel like they're doing something wrong, and they don't know how to deal with that. I, What's the vibe you get? I, 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 I kind of get a vibe. I don't know. I kind of feel awkward because I don't want to feel like I'm pushing anything on anyone. You know what I mean? But I want to share this knowledge and information because I feel like it is, especially just like with my family and people I care about. Because I feel like it's vital. And my mom's like on the same page too. She, she. I'm so proud of my mommy. She, she stopped eating me and now all she's eating is fish. And I love her salmon. I miss her salmon. <laughs> so freaking good. But um, literally, like, she, like, I encouraged her yeah. to, to eat more. You know what I mean? And she, she calls me. She's like, I made a soup with just vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so cute. Because, you know what I mean? Like, we encourage each other. But I don't really get a lot of, like, negative backlash unless it's like from someone online and i post something and like my friends on facebook kind of comment like wow like there's there was this one there was this one post that i posted about me and cancer and one of my friends commented and he said something like oh well someone had autoimmune disease and all they did was eat meat and it got rid of their autoimmune disease so it can't be that bad i'm like I didn't even respond because it was to that point where I was just like... So one person in the history of time yes. did that and it miraculously cured Yeah. It could just be because if they only ate meat, they didn't eat other things that could have contributed to their autoimmunity. But and like, that's, that's not saying. worth a response. And that's what I'm saying. And it was just like, that. that they just want to be right. Yes. And, and they're not. Just, and it's just like, okay, like I'm, I'm just spreading out this information just for you guys to know because I feel like it needs to be known. And sorry if I'm offending you, you know what I mean? Because even my cousin, he got kind of offended and he was just like, you know, they have this thing like freaking vegans but like we're not all that way and don't label me don't do like do not label me like i am a person i am human like i'm not out here to be 
judgmental or to be you know judged i'm just trying to choose a better lifestyle for myself and i want to share this information because i feel that it is you know yeah everyone should know this whether you take it in or not like just because you're still eating like processed chicken nuggets (laughs) you know what i mean and i'm over here trying to make a better lifestyle for myself doesn't mean that you have to like attack me because of the information i'm trying to share with you exactly and it's like if you you can do whatever you want with that information because again i'm not going into your home i'm not the authority on what you eat i'm not paying the grocery bill so it really doesn't matter in that way i'm not judging you i don't think of you as less of a person but i do think with everything there's a reaction to certain things and like there's certain things that a reaction may not come but if it does like it's possible and Mm -hmm. just to be mindful of that so in my mind I'm like why would you not try to be healthier if you have the resources and you have the knowledge and you have the ambition to do it exactly like and a lot of people resist change and that's okay to admit but it's like in what ways are you going to resist change? Are you going to resist change um, in terms of a promotion at work? Are you going to resist change in getting a new housing situation? Are you going right. to resist change in, like, starting a new relationship? Right. Like, because in some ways, I'm sure you welcome change. So it's like, this could be a new step. And you can make anything normal if you just stick with it. Yes. And actually give it a chance. Mm-hmm. We, so Yeah. We think too negatively about future things instead of, like, we don't really look at the positive outcomes we look at more of like what could go wrong exactly and i think that's a way to like alleviate the sensation of people thinking oh i've done this for so long and i don't like the fact that i could have been wrong for doing that yeah or like something i could have been doing for a long time was detrimental to me yes like Like, listen we make mistakes we're not perfect we're just learning and we're trying to grow like, to this day, if you ask me what some of my favorite foods are, I'd say wings. Do I eat them? No. Oh, my God. I freaking love them. But, like, right. do I think they taste bad? No. no. Like, because I'm all of a sudden not, like, well, not all of a sudden, but I, I don't engage in those things. Exactly. No. I still, like, you know what I mean? Self-control. Discipline is really virtuous. And, like, Girl. I don't think it's valued enough. I think, mm-hmm. well, this is a bit of a tangent, but I think people either restrict themselves and like do things that are harmful and they label it as discipline um Mm. and then there's other people who make very small minimal sacrifices Mm -hmm. one time ever Mm -hmm. and they call it discipline so Mm -hmm. i think there's this sort of like super super exaggerated perception of discipline and then Mm -hmm. there's like Mm-hmm. that's not discipline that's just mm-hmm. opting out once it's a continuous thing exactly mm-hmm. it's that's why people say it's a lifestyle it's mm-hmm. not you know whatever and you can be as dedicated as you want to be but just i encourage people to be consistent and keep learning and like i mentioned when i first started i stopped eating meat and mm-hmm. i stopped eating like heavily processed foods and stuff mm-hmm. like that and then i shifted to um completely vegan for Mm -hmm. a long time and Mm -hmm. then I went pescatarian again and Mm -hmm. I started eating fish and then now I eat fish still and I eat eggs and stuff like that and rarely I'll eat right and rarely I'll have milk but I don't like hate myself for it because also when you freak out about what it is that you're eating you're affecting your brain which affects your body which is worse than you probably taking it in anyways Yeah. yeah so it's it's a thing. Like, I just encourage people to make mindful choices. Yes. No matter what your choice is, just do it with intention. Right. And don't be like, I don't know what the consequences are for mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's not punitive. Like, right. you shouldn't use food as a punishment. Right. Like, it's, it's, like, that's the thing. We put so much emphasis on food all the time. People love food, go out to eat, blah, 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 blah. It's and a it's social like, tool. It's, yes. it's, it nourishes you. So why yes. wouldn't you put things into you that are good? Let food be thy medicine and medicine thy food. Like, I personally don't know how I feel about the moderation thing. I feel like, mm. um, I don't know. That's For me, that's not personally my philosophy. And it's cool if you think so. Yeah, but to a degree, though, yeah. to a degree, like, whatever your goals are, they should be attainable enough that you can maintain it. Right. It should be sustainable. Right. If it's not sustainable, then it's a fad diet. Or it's, it's you know, it's not, it's not a lifestyle. Right. And diets are not not okay (laughs) it shouldn't be like oh i'm gonna you know what i mean because i feel like diets have a lot of negative making like forcing your body to continuously like adapt is not good it's not ideal it's not you you are probably better off just gradually making transitions yes for sustainable change but again whatever your diet is i'm not even really concerned about it i just encourage people to do their research and even if even if instagram is your main source of information it's okay don't let somebody shame you obviously no there's no checks and balances for instagram like there is for like jstor but it's okay like Mm -hmm. you know whatever you need to do it doesn't need to be an intimidating thing and Mm -hmm. honestly like i'm sure um like, I don't want to speak for Zay, but, like, if you if anybody was to ask me about how they can start adopting a healthier lifestyle or just information about health and nutrition and wellness, like, I am not an expert, but, like, I do this. So, you can ask me, and I'm never going to force anything upon you, but I am going to give you my two cents if you ask for exactly. it. And I'm definitely willing to help because I know it can be intimidating, especially for thicker women or for men mm-hmm. or for different groups of people mm-hmm. who may feel oh like God, they're yeah. not included in this especially, conversation. Yeah, especially because. Men. Because you know what? Like, I feel as though this whole nutrition world right now is super white, <laughs> super, like, yes. female-oriented, yes. and it's not super inclusive. It's and not. I think if you want everyone to be healthier, you don't do it by having only one type of person doing promoting the conversation. Exactly. So... So much deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely deeper than that. So I encourage everyone to, like make health goals and not as like a new year's resolution thing but make actual mm-hmm. health goals mm-hmm. and you know set sort of like deadlines for yourself yes. not deadlines and like i will lose this amount of you know weight by this time because what happens if you don't meet it you feel not good exactly. but you make realistic goals with yourself yes. like for example today is what the 27th the 28th 20 Whatever day it is, <laughs> I think it's the 27th, okay. say by like May 27th, you're going to completely phase out whatever, or you're going to completely add whatever into your diet. Mm-hmm. Say you're going to like have weekly probiotics every week by that time, and your body will adjust to that. Your mm-hmm. gut biome will turn over, da 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 And we'll love you for it. Or you'll cut out like processed white flour. Yes. Or you'll make Ugh. certain changes, so and it may seem overwhelming at first, but I promise you, like... You will survive without cow's milk. Yes. You will survive without meat. Yes. You are probably getting enough protein. Yes. You probably will not <laughs> shrivel up into a raisin and die. Yes. Everything will be okay. Right. And oh. it's not the end of the world if you want to indulge in your mom's comfort food. Right. And that's another thing, too. Like, my cheat days are still... Like, that's the thing. Like, 
there oh my god there was this birthday cake and oh you guys I love cake I freaking love cake that's literally like my <laughs> cake favorite and wings. food I know and I'm like you know what I mean and like I do not you know what I mean like I cut it out but it was my boyfriend's two like grandparents had their birthday in the same week and there was just one cake and I, I was like you know they offered it. I was like no and then my um one of my family members was just like oh do you want to try a piece just try it and I was like okay and I tried it I was like oh my god this is so good you know what I mean so it's like I had a piece maybe two but like <laughs> but like you know what I mean like I didn't hate myself for it I was like wow this is really good I'm indulging I'm enjoying this moment but you know what I'm not eating it probably like in a long 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 time you know what mm-hmm. I mean but I was just like okay it's that one piece of cake that I wanted mm-hmm. I took it everything else back on what I'm doing you know what mm-hmm. I mean don't like if you fall off or slip off it's worse to completely stop than to keep going you know what I mean so it's okay to mess up we are human we are not perfect beings and that's discipline because once yes. you slip up once your whole progress should not be thrown off by that one exactly. it's not even a mistake it's just one decision that you made that is different yes. than the decisions you've been making. Exactly. So exactly, and it's just like okay, I'm still gonna get back on my, you know, on my thing, and I'm still gonna make sure that I'm eating this, this, and this, and making sure that I'm not eating all day every day. You know what I mean? Because that too, we our body needs time to rest, and that was another thing I had to learn. Oh my gosh, there's so much to talk about with this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, but like, I had to learn how to adjust to like on. Um, when to eat because i love my my snacks like literally like i love nuts okay that's been like my thing but that was my thing too too. and then i learned like it's not even good to eat nuts every day because it takes like eight hours for them to digest and something about the way that our body digests them and i was like oh because like one of the main things was like walnuts and i'll eat walnuts and dates and that was like my little sweet that was like the only sweet thing that i would eat because i do not eat like sugar none of that and the only sugars that I would be getting is from fruits, but that's like yeah. I I believe that it's the it's a healthy natural sugar. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same as processed white sugar. But you know that's just me. That's just my you know what I mean. My thinking, my philosophy. But I that's that's how I like when I have a sweet tooth. I'm like okay, I'm eating an apple or an orange. Like I don't even have like or the dates cravings. and walnuts. Yeah. yeah, but like my cheat days are vegan days like i'll probably go to like a vegan spot and um get like sweet potatoes and i do stay away from soy though because i used to drink soy milk heavy and i feel like that really messed up my hormones yeah and the reason why it caused all of my like health problems like, yeah because of the the natural estrogen and yes and i feel like it, i was putting too much into my body yeah and it was like messing me up mm-hmm. because i think i believe black women naturally have double the amount I believe there's some study that says that i read it on it was some talk show that was talking about the same thing girl mm-hmm. and like so think about that like me drinking soy milk every day mm-hmm. on top of me already having double right mm-hmm. right you know what i mean like ooh, i was messing myself right um, mood swings like periods coming very awkward times not mm-hmm. coming at all this is really bad yeah, but I'm just overall like I'm I'm very health like happy about the decisions that I am making to improve my health. I and feel good about it's it. empowering, girl. Yes, yes. Because you feel like you're making decisions instead of yes. they're falling into your lap. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking initiative. Yes, on on what I put into my body, and it's just like yes, like it's it's an act of self love, honestly. Yeah, 
I like that. Right. It's an act of self-love. So, as our closing, like, little questions, Mm -hmm. what would you say, I mean, you may have just answered it, the most rewarding part about your transition, Mm -hmm. what is your favorite, like, go-to healthy snack that you want to put the people onto? Okay. And what was your experience like today? Boom. Oh, okay. Okay. Um... Okay, well, my favorite healthy snack, well, what I like to snack on, All Town Fresh, okay, has a lot of nice options. They just recently opened in New England, like, a couple of months ago, and they have vegan um, and vegetarian options. They also have meat options, too. They got some tuna and chicken in there, but I love that place. They are kind of expensive, but I love it, but they have fresh food options. Um, I, to snack on, they have, um, because I only do sea salt. So they have these roasted, oh my god, these roasted, (laughs) (laughs) these roasted um, squash seeds and sea salt. Amazing. It's that and walnuts and dates. And I love me a good fruit salad. Oh my god, I love fruit salad. (laughs) I love fruit salad. So like I would have walnuts and dates, Mm -hmm. squash seeds, and then fruit salad is like my go-to snack but when i want to cheat i love these like chickpea puffs oh my god they're called like chick i don't know i feel like i've seen them i don't know what they're called but like they just yes oh my god they're so good and they're meant to be like cheese puffs but they're not yeah yes oh my god and i love me some cheetos so it's a good alternative even though you know there's little extra stuff in there so yeah those chickpea puffs oh my god what I literally don't know, babe. A chick puff? Whatever. Okay. (laughs) But that, my walnuts and dates, when I have, like, this sweet, salty craving, Mm -hmm. and my sunflower seeds. Oh, oh, oh. But sometimes I mix them all up into a trail mix with some dried organic mango and, like, some dried cranberries from um, Edge of the Woods. And, um... Shout out to Edge of the Woods. I haven't even been there yet. I literally work two blocks from there. I haven't... You... No, honey... <laughs> you have to visit. <laughs> like I'm, I'm literally making plans to go with my boyfriend. I believe this weekend because like it's a grocery store. They got fresh food options. They got a vegan and vegetarian bakery the upstairs. <laughs> they, I know they got a whole like holistic section upstairs with like natural soaps and things like that. Definitely doing a free sponsor right now, but <laughs> oh my god, where is our we referral go. code? I know. <laughs> But literally, like, that place is amazing. And my mom even gets me. And that's the only place that I could find red-seeded grapes. So my mom works at Young Haven Hospital. So sometimes she will get me things from there before she comes home. Yeah, shout out to you, mom. <laughs> I come after, like, a long 12-hour shift, she would go to the grocery store for me. Gotta love her. But, yeah, that place is awesome. But, yeah, that's my go-to snacks. So basically fruit, fruit salad, my trail mix. And I try to get all organic, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not really fucking with the pesticides. But I try, and if I do, if it's not organic, I make sure, like, I scrub my vegetables, like, really mm-hmm. well. And um, what was the other question? <laughs> it was, what was the most rewarding part of your transformation? Okay, the most rewarding part for me, okay, I wasn't trying to lose weight. Um, long story short, I think the, the main reason why I lost weight is because I was in, like, a hospital for a week and I had to get a cyst removed. That was huge. Like, literally, guys, like, the size of, like, a medium pumpkin. I was just thinking that my stomach was always bloated. So I had to get it removed. Long story short, after that, I was just losing a lot of weight. I'm like, oh, my God, I have collarbones. 
And <laughs> I was like, what? And then um, my mom was just telling me that, okay, I think you should take your diet to the next step. You know what I mean? Start eating wholesome things, more raw things. And I was just like, okay, you know what I mean? You're right. Because I got to make sure, you know, I'm good. So the most rewarding part for me was I I honestly just love like the knowledge I personally feel like I, I lost a lot of weight I didn't even do it on purpose I just was going to my doctor check checkups and it was just like I was losing 15 pounds like every two weeks and I'm like whoa and the last time I weighed myself I was like 183 and that was like last month and like guys mind you I've been like 230 to like all of my life so that was like a really big like whoa um but honestly that's not my favorite part losing the weight like how I look because there's a lot of controversy with that too like I got about all new clothes like I'm like look at myself like <laughs> dang I don't even look the same you know what I mean and um but I feel like it's just the information that I retained and shout out to my boyfriend Anthony I love you you have been there for me throughout all of this and he is so supportive oh and he does I know and he does and he literally like he's the same thing I do like he'll have his little cheat days you know he might eat some macaroni when you know what I mean but regardless he he tries his best like he's making smoothies like and when I was like in bed he was making me all of these like basically alkaline meals to help me mm-hmm. and like he is very supportive so I think the most rewarding thing was just kind of like it kind of helped our not helped because there was nothing wrong with it but it put like it but helped it our relationship yeah. yeah it benefited our relationship like a lot and it, it, we both were like learning things because he would have some information over here and then I would and we would come to like come together and be cooking like these amazing meals and like learning what you can do with vegetables is amazing because I was barely cooking. I'm like cooking every day now. And the recipes are so easy. Some are. And the other ones are like a little more intricate. But I love cooking with vegetables. I think the most important part for me was learning. Like learning all this new information. And just being more aware of what I'm putting to my body. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I always wanted to. I'm all, I'm all about self-love. And I feel like that is a way that I gave myself more love yeah you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me to actually put into words I have a hard time talking sometimes but yeah I mean <laughs> if, you, if you've experienced it then that makes sense yeah I think it yeah and it was just very awakening I'm like wow I feel like a whole new person I'm like I just like the more information you know the more aware you are of everything the, it makes you feel different it makes mm-hmm. you feel enlightened you know what I mean like woke like I feel like that's really what yeah woke is not all this little bs you guys be talking about like mm. this is this mm-hmm. is some real this mm-hmm. is some real deal right <laughs> and um what was the last question babe? the last question like, was how would you describe your experience here today just talking about this oh my gosh at first i am not gonna lie i was nervous i told you i was nervous because i'm gonna go on a podcast this is my first time on a podcast but I feel so good getting this information out and getting this, like, off of my chest, in a sense, and mm-hmm. just kind of, like, I'm just, I feel I feel grateful to be here and to be spreading this information, you know what I mean? And getting yeah. your side of the story with a lot of things, I'm like, damn, Hannah knows a lot. 
I crack his book from time to time, maybe. That's another reason why it's just like I, I absolutely adore you and I love you because you are just so intelligent. You're so well spoken. You, you just, you just, you're just amazing. And thank you, like, for having me on this podcast. Like, I'm super grateful to be here. Thank you guys for listening to me. And yeah, I'm just super grateful. To be here. I I appreciate you coming so much. <laughs> I have been wanting Zay to come on here for like uh six years, um, <laughs> and I just like I said I I talk to her about this all the time how I think young people are slept on for their minds. Yes. Like I mean this is not to sound like I'm post millennial, but this sounds like some real millennial banter. But, but like we I just are. we we have a lot of thoughts, yes. and it's just like sometimes people underestimate and even we underestimate ourselves to have like serious conversations with our peers about yes. stuff that really matters and yes and that's what, like, like something I like you, yeah. something like health is like a generational decision because no, you seriously. eat what your parents eat yes. and they ate what their parents yes. ate so it's just you know for people like zay and i we're both passionate when it comes to health because mm-hmm. we've had you know certain experiences regarding our health and wellness yeah. and stuff that have triggered this but also it's something that we want to maintain because we think that we deserve it exactly and because guys, we do yeah and you guys deserve to be as healthy as you possibly can be um and to make healthy informed decisions yes and we're not judging you for the choices you make no, but just no know, judgment just, just know you can mm-hmm. always make new choices and you can always make ones that are different and educate yourself and do with that knowledge what you decide it's up to you um but you don't have to be complacent and you don't have to just accept things for the way that they are so thank you again so much mazea um for coming onto the podcast i appreciate you so much this has been a lovely fourth episode of season two um and also i think it's interesting because i always like to put in like a bit of numerology into the episode so Mm -hmm. just as a closer okay for those who don't know number four is like the symbol of protection Ooh. so we're protecting our bodies from harm and Ooh. being more aware when we educate ourselves on health Ooh. and our bodies and be more intuitive with our choices so Ooh. thank you so much again thank you for having me lovey oh. and that's it i that's hope you it. tune into episode five coming soon and thank you for tuning in to so much life in me